What R2 is trying to tell you all is that this podcast is full of spoilers for Star Wars The Force Awakens. The movie is going to be more spoiled than Veruca Salt. If you haven't seen The Force Awakens yet, you should stop listening now. Also, you should kick yourself in the nuts, and then go see it immediately. Until then, consider yourself warned. Spoilers ahead. Welcome to Beer Plus Three, where we try to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is uh, New Year's Baby's retarded cousin. It's Rick Anderson. No. <laughs> nice. Way to go full tart. Uh, no. Also Bad. with us today is Bree, the no longer intern. I think she's just simply part of us now. Yay! In that, in that vestigial twin sort of way. Been I've absorbed. been accepted. <laughs> absorbed. I am one and of you. And welcome our new intern. It is Brandon Longwell. I'm, I'm, I'm the uh, podcast appendix. So you're going to get me coffee, right? Exactly. It is the new year. It is January. What the hell is Second? it today? Second today. Yay. 2016. Day two, and we guys. are Beer Plus Three. <laughs> so, uh, how was everybody's new year? <laughs> I slept through it. Yeah. <laughs> so hard. I went and played, uh, what was it, Coup? That was a fun one. Yeah, and then we played Robo Rally too. The we did, they invited oh, us over uh, to kind of coup the card game. Yeah. Oh, I love what that card a fantastic game. Fantastic game. It so was good. nice and fast and easy. And then and then he added an expansion, <laughs> which added a bunch of new and fun mm-hmm. little things. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. It it's was, a great I, game. I immediately I, thought it was like some kind of knockoff of Clue or something. <laughs> yeah, Percy. It's not uh, Clue. A six-year-old kicked all our asses. Let's just put it that way. A five-year-old. Coup, like C O U P. Like we're going to yeah, raise I get a coup. It. I get it. <laughs> You know, it's one of those so, games that uh, I really enjoy games that have an elegant simplicity to them. Yeah. That you, you you can go a lot of different places with them tactically and strategically, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not bogged down by rules. And yeah. that's kind of uh, – there's a little bit of cognitive dissonance there because I play Dungeons & Dragons, which have more <laughs> rules than just about yes. any other game you can possibly think well, especially of. Especially if you're playing except like 3.0 or, or Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, yeah. They have tons of rules. <laughs> except football. <laughs> yeah, Robo Rally, which was which had uh, not necessarily a lot of rules per se. It was just you had to figure out you, you get you have a robot, and each robot either has to kill each other or capture a couple different flags in a certain different way. Huh. And the board actually affects how you can move and where you can move and when you can move. And then you gotcha. get cards to program your robot, and you get you get nine cards, but you only get five to program your robot. So everyone takes the first turn at the same time, it your robot turns. So you have to and your robot goes ahead too. You have to anticipate what everybody else is going to do. Kind of. Yeah, it's this weird like chess like. Okay, that's yeah. cool. It what drives me crazy about a lot of the modern games and I've seen this um several times in the last couple of years is where the, yeah, the rules just kind of it's like goes on and on and on and on. It's like what Brandon said about about the when simplicity. you open up a board game and it has a book as thick as the uh, <laughs> monster manual, then you know you have a rule heavy game. It's, it's yeah, gonna be. <laughs> it's a, like okay, we need to discuss these uh, 
rules before we start drinking because <laughs> it's going to be the death of the game before you even start it. What yeah. even after like we, two beers, actually, it's like, like no one's got the yeah. patience to deal with this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have a called? deck of cards? There was a game that the Ashes brought over to your house once that they they started. It was like a it had like a map of a fictional world. And yeah. you were trying to take over. And oh, small was, world. That was that's a fun one. Yeah. Once oh, you played it once, you can get it down and just keep okay. going. I was listening really to the simple. rules though, as as it was being explained, and I'm just like, I'm I'm not even drunk, and I'm completely fucking lost Char- already. Charlie Brown. I, it's, wah, it's really wah, not wah, that. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, it goes. <laughs> okay, you got it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't. There are the rule heavy games, and then there are the games that are easy to play, but they have confusing fucking rules, yeah. like. Like you're reading, a, like we have a Battle Wizards is one of my favorite games. Super easy to play. You read the instructional book though, and you're just like, what? What the hell am I do? What am I doing? What? What am I doing? Has someone else played this before? Can you just like show me how do I play? What's this mean? And- there's, a, there's an art to writing instructions for a game. Oh, there are yeah. people that are paid very good money to do that for a living. Yeah. Like uh, what was it? One of our uh, favorite podcasts. Uh, they oh, Harmontown had-, had that guy. He writes the the, the booklets that you get in uh, video games. Yeah, oh, the no instruction kidding. booklet. Yeah, the instruction book, like you know, and your that's right all he thing does. does Full time job, well paid. Oh, the the God. booklet that you yeah. only his, like it. that he does know. it for uh, Disney though. Yeah, and so uh, he's done like uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts and, yeah. and like the Hannah Montana game oh. and, and other stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I was excited and then I lost interest. So he's he's basically the only thing you ever read of him is when you know you need to what which button do I do to exactly. switch weapons. <laughs> Oh, that's it. Yeah. Or, or back in 1990, yada da da, you have to go and reference the instructions on when you're trying to install the game and get it to work with the graphics card at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd so be a if, cool job. if I had that sort of job, I would Hard want job. to on that first page, getting started in every single instruction booklet that mm-hmm. no one ever reads, mm-hmm. just insert something just completely. Oh you yeah, know, <laughs> off the wall. I've done that with work emails. <laughs> Just insert something in there. Uh, no one ever catches it. What yeah. gets me yeah. like? Well, no one reads. Nobody these. reads my email. <laughs> what always used to get me was that those booklets are always black and white. It's like why can't why can't it's like I just paid fifty dollars for this game. Really, the last one I saw was black and white. Well, that really? was a few, that was a few years ago. I guess. Yeah, no, it was the last one I saw. Your yeah. kids buy video games all the time. No, 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 no. I know most of them are bought <laughs> online now, but the last one that I actually bought in a box off the shelf somewhere. Um, Oh, that never mind. That was a while ago. Yeah. Was uh, it was, was it was Doom three and oh my god. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that's, that's quite a while oh, ago. Jeez, that's what two thousand seven eight. Shut up! I, th- I think I was alive then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I was alive. Those games kicked ass. <laughs> we had just invented ass at the time. <laughs> I heard that the terrorists use that to train their. Uh... Oh my god! <laughs> Doom. Oh Jesus! Whoa. I didn't realize it was on the all podcast the, with three grumpy old men. Speaking of terrorists. terrorists, if I don't get another beer soon, terrorists are going to win. <laughs> well, so we, we can should, either do another beer, Mosa. Oh no, you have good beer. Yeah. Well, well, what do you guys want to start with? We've got here uh, the twenty-four karat golden ale. It's a collaboration of. Um, Julie Goldenberg, Stone Brewery, and Monkey Paw. I only know the origins of one of those. Obviously, Stone, arrogant bastard. Uh, we got a uh, another collaboration. Oh, I didn't even realize this was a collaboration. Oh, Jeff is going to love this. It's a collaboration of Elliptic Brewing. I've had some of their stuff, and it's really good. Yeah. And Dogfish Head. Oh, Jeff's oh, favorite. Oh. Elliptic, not Elliptic. 
Dog, dog shit oh. head is what we call them. Ecliptic yeah, brewing, not electric. Well, I've had decided we're going to open this one. Ecliptic. Um, you know, the, the first talk, talk, speaking about being an old guy and playing first person shooters, oh. I recently, we got a, I got the kids a PS4 for Christmas, nice. and one of the games that I got them with uh, was, uh, was uh, the new Wolfenstein game. Oh, that's a fun one. I beat that one. And that game, yeah, it's a cool game. I mean, Mason's only played about half hour into it so far. Any game really where you get cool. to kill lots of Nazis, it's a lot of fun. That's a great game, yeah. That's always the hallmark of a good game. <clears throat> yes, killing Nazis. That's the problem with Pac-Man. I've always argued, not enough Nazi killing. Oh, if you get close enough to the pixelated dots, it's a little swastikas. <laughs> yeah. But I'm watching him play. Really tiny swastikas. And that game has a lot of motion, like as the person's walking. And like 10 minutes of wa- watching him, I started getting motion sick. Like, I haven't had that happen in a long time with a first-person shooter. I mean, it happens sometimes. But this it was getting me really bad. And so I kind of turned and looked away, and Mason's like, do you not like the game? <laughs> hurt me. <laughs> hurt me. <laughs> I didn't say yeah. poke me. Oh, I said hurt so me. So how is the new car? Are you, uh, your life, life is better with it? Stop hacking up a lung. Yeah, okay. That's cool. Um, no, the new car's fine. I mean, it's it's a car. I I'm like you. I don't care what I'm really driving. Yeah. It's a it's a, a a nice white car, so cops won't notice me. <laughs> is, that, is, is that a oh, thing? Shit. Oh God, that, that's totally a thing, isn't it? It is a thing. Yeah. Really important. Cops don't see white. They they, they don't see white. Uh, no, they only see brown guys. and darker brown. Oh no! You so, saw where you saw where I was going. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brand new fancy BMWs because that's how, what yeah. they drive. Yeah. They don't have keyholes <laughs> anywhere on the outside of the car. They have the button that car starts the car automatically on the inside. It warms up, yeah. and then when the key fob gets up, ooh, music! Oh, look who we have on the phone! <laughs> oh, he missed us. Hey, Mike. Oh. Hey, good morning, guys. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> so we just wanted to to get an update from you. An update on uh, life in Olympia. Yeah. What's it uh, like well, down you know, there? Earlier this week, I made an important, <laughs> an important discovery. Um, as some of you know, that uh, you know, I now have a, a job that's a little more of a professional atmosphere. So you kind of got to dress up. More professional than a grocery store. More professional oh. than a grocery store. Okay. At least, at least for now. Like after you've been there for six months, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But for now, <laughs> you kind of you got to be careful. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I've, I've taken to wearing uh, dress pants, which you know I haven't done a lot in the past. You know, occasionally you would dress up for the evening or whatever. They're comfortable, nice aren't they? Pants. Well, <laughs> y- y- you know. Are they, I, I find they're kind of comfortable, but you know they've got this system where there's like three buttons on it. You know, you got this inside button that you know, I'm not, not all familiar with, and then you got your regular little slide button. That's not really a button; it's like a slide. And then you have another button, so you got like a three button setup. Oh, don't forget the zipper, and then the zipper to boot. You have, yes. to, you have to have your balls pierced, and then you put the inside button through that. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the odd thing is, is, that, is that's about where I was going. It, it, you know, <laughs> so you bought a gimp outfit, this, not slacks? Week, I, 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 I kind of discovered that I was, I was having issues. You know, every time I would go to take a leak, you know, I, I, you know I'd unzip and I'd, I'd pull myself out and, you know, do, do my business. And I always felt like I was getting kind of choked a little there. bit. I was like, God, you know, my hog he is not that fat. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I said, did, did they just make these zippers smaller? I mean, I don't know what the deal is, but, uh, you know, my wife said, yeah, you know, you're hog, it, you're right. It is not that fat. It's probably just your big nuts and getting in the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me this was a discussion around dinner. <laughs> 
Yeah, but you know the kids weren't there. We were we were out at a restaurant, so okay. of course you were in public talking about your balls. Where else we talk about it? So that that that's that's my update for this week. Is it turns out it turns out my tuna can is not quite a tuna can, <laughs> not, it's not not even a Coke can, but but per- perhaps my eggs are just a little too big for my pants. So I thought, well, you know, I could I could just go to a stall and unbutton them. But man, getting those three buttons done and undone just to take a whiz, you know, it seems like a lot of work. So I don't know. I'm gonna have to figure it out. Mike, I have faith in you, man. I know you're gonna figure this out eventually. We might have to just have him switch to uh leggings or yoga pants. Yeah. They look pretty professional. <laughs> depends. Depends. Yeah, that's a solution. Depends. Yeah, yeah depends. Well you know I'm not I'm not sure that I'm a fan of any of your ideas. <laughs> if the listeners want to weigh in on this if they've got like you know some kind of pointer. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> she makes a fair point. We have to go. Girls go through a lot to go pee. So you know. Anyways, nothing sorry for you. Okay. Well, you know, one thing as somebody who does wear slacks all the time, you do get used to all those, all that apparatus, um, and uh, you you you'll get the hang of it. I'll get the. You know, I'll be a big boy. I think I'm just going to tough this one out. Um, you know, I'm only. I'm only about a month into this gig, and uh, you know, I mean, it's the little things. It's the little things that you got to get used to. So, uh, you know, that, that's, that's going well. You'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it, 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 you know, I, I have a weather update from Olympia. We are on day number three of no rain. So, if if we hit no rain today, yeah, it'll it'll be three days of no rain. Our our previous record was about six hours without rain. Are you getting that so, much? You're getting a lot of rain in Olympia. Tons. Wow, I don't remember that being that rainy. Quite literally, I think our biggest break was about six hours long with no rain. So we're on day number three, and I'm just I'm just hoping we keep this this uh, this good streak up. You know, I'm looking out looking out at the at the at the bay there, and it's sunshine, and I can see the mountains out on the coast. Yeah. So uh, you know, everything's all good here in Olympia. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, we appreciate you calling in and giving us an update on your uh, dressing situation. And, uh, well, I, you know, I'm glad you guys give me the opportunity to show up on your podcast from time to time. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's your podcast, too. Don't talk like that. <laughs> as long as you keep it clean and family friendly. And have you seen Star Wars yet? I have not seen Dude. Star Wars. God damn it. <laughs> and, and I almost unfriended you the other day because you were talking about it. Oh, I won't, I won't do any spoilers. Yeah. But you may want to not listen to this podcast when it comes out because we're going, we're going full spoiler. Oh Jesus! Okay, We're so well, excited. I might just have to download the torrent for it and check it out. I guess because I don't know when I'm ever going to have time to get go to the theater to see it. I, I I did see Quentin Tarantino's latest, The Hateful Eight, and that was a wonderful film. I rather yeah, it was a great it. movie. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Yeah, it seems like he's made a big comeback. You know, since the last piece of shit he did. So you know, I, re- I really appreciated that. <laughs> well, I thought you'd be thrilled to see the headlines that he's being sued for that last piece of shit. So, or Jango? no. What? Was it Django Unchained? Oh, no, he had another movie between then, didn't he? You're not talking about Django Unchained, are you? I was talking about Django Unchained being oh, okay. a piece of shit. Okay, yeah. yeah. He's being sued for that, so. Why he is he is? being oh, yeah. sued for Jan- Django Unchained? Apparently, he was somebody, they're claiming that he stole the stole the story from them, oh. which, you know, oh. it's Quentin Tarantino, oh. I, I think. That's, that, that's pretty much par for the course. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a given. Yeah. That's a given, so. Well, somebody actually wants to get paid for it this time, though. Yeah. I mean, in the past, it, you know, you know, Ringo Lamb had a pretty good case against him when it came to uh, Reservoir Dogs, and, yeah. and uh he, he didn't end up getting any money out of him, but, you know, I mean, everybody knows Quentin Tarantino is, is very famous for borrowing everything from everybody uh, and then just putting it in his own blender. Yeah. Quentin's really just a blender. 
Yes, but it's it's a really fancy blender, and he does very well with that blender. Fuck <laughs> it. It's a Vitamix, I tell you. No, it is. And I think The Hateful Eight is a great fucking movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I recommend anybody see that. You know, the ending, I'm still a little scoobied by, but I think on a second viewing, I, you know, I'd probably get why he went that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ending was absolutely perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I kind of felt like it was weak, but I kind of feel like I'm not getting something either. So, you know. Right. I, I'd, I'd swing around and watch it again just to, just to make sure that I'm getting every aspect of it. Well, after I've passed my dozenth viewing of Star Wars, maybe I'll go check it out. Have you seen it more than once now? <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm kidding. I'll probably see it a, three times. And three times? That. Yeah. Oh, man. That'll you're be, nuts. That'll be enough. That won't yeah. be enough, but it'll be enough for until it's out Okay, well, video. no spoilers, no spoilers. I'll stop no. talking about it. No. <laughs> Oh, we're going to, but just until, not until you're off the phone. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I've got somebody sitting here laughing because I haven't seen it. He's giggling a little bit. You getting laughed at? No, we're getting laughed at. We've got people. We've got a group of people in the house right now that have all seen the film, so you know, oh. they're, they're they're dying to tell me about it, but they're no, being kind no, enough not no. to. Yeah. Yep. Wait, who's seen the movie that, that that's in the house? The Ashes are are down visiting us. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So you guys, you guys are always invited too. Oh know? well, no, we're we're oh, yeah. planning on it next month. Yeah, well, you uh, could, yeah, or you, this month. Sorry, you could put the ashes on, and we could talk to them about the Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Eli could not talk the entire time. It would be awesome. Right. Well, you, you, you know what? I, when I get off here, I'll hand him the headset, and you, you could have him not talk. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, we're gonna well, we're gonna move on to our Star Wars spoilers, so we're we're gonna let you go back to your guests, and uh, we'll talk to you at the next podcast, hopefully. Okay, well, I'll, I'll make it a point not to listen to the next one. Okay, <laughs> or just go see the fucking movie. Yeah, then. that would be a nice fix. Yeah, go, just go. <laughs> you know, the cam is out. They, they have a couple of cams out. Do they? And, well, I kind of want to see an IMAX with the three D, and you know, there's a limited number of showings and. It's a. You know, he, it's, I, it's I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it is. It's really beautifully shot. You should go see it at the, in the theater while it's here, at least that, there before you download it. You have to come to Bellingham. Yeah. Do, do, do I do I need to do the IMAX? Is it worth doing the IMAX 3D thing? Well, I saw it in just the regular theater, and I was blown away just by that. Yeah, I, I we did too. We saw it in the regular theater, and it doesn't need all the bells and whistles. It's no. It stands up on its own. Yep. Perfect. Yep. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll uh, talk to you all later. All right. all right, love you, man. See ya. Bye now. Well, that was our uh, um, infamous uh, Mike Zamora calling from Oli Land, the capital of our fair state. Now, um, I'm just going to keep talking because everyone has literally left the table as if it was some sort of, of break time. Like, oh, Mike's gone. We're going to stop doing this now. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep drinking my beer mosa, and um, I, maybe I'll just do more quotes from Jack Burton, because who doesn't love a nice Jack Burton quote? <laughs> Give it to I us. know you'd come with, but you got something wrong with your face. That's a Jack Burton quote. <laughs> okay, I don't even know who Jack Burton is. Who's Jack Burton? You've never seen Big Trouble in Little China? Oh! Okay, never mind. Yeah, I've oh seen boy. Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, it was my really my first exposure to... Uh, that doesn't look like water. No, it is black blood of the earth. You mean oil? No, I mean black blood of the earth. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. It, it was my first exposure to uh, The Beholder. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hadn't started playing D&D yet, and I, I, so I totally oh. had a context. I was like, oh, 
dude, they have big they trouble have big... in Little China in the monstrous compendium. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what will come out no more? You know. It's, it's, it's a great movie. Everyone should see it at some point in their life. I saw it. I saw it. You didn't like it. <laughs> no, you <laughs> For some reason, that whole thing is just lost on you. It, it is I, a classically I actually, wonderful. I and like, they, and I, in listening to the, uh, the commentary between uh, um, <clears throat> John Carpenter and, and uh, Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. they mostly talked about their kids and family and shit because they've been friends for so goddamn long. Yeah. But uh, when they were started, he started uh, talking about the development of the movie, and he really wanted to do a movie. He wanted to do a kung fu movie. Yeah. But he also wanted to do a movie that kind of made fun of John Wayne and the way John Wayne was in everything, you know? Like, okay. I can take care of this. Okay. And that's why Kurt Russell is kind of John Wayne-y. Like, oh, everybody can relax now. I'm here. Okay. You know, stuff like that. And uh, Big that, Trouble in Little China. That makes, I guess that makes sense. And it really makes fun of that, which makes the, uh, of course, the hero is actually the Asian guy that's in it. His right. little Asian, his partner, right. the Asian guy, awesome. and uh, Jack Burton is just kind of bumbling through the whole thing, being completely ineffective, but saying all those stupid cliche things that John Wayne type hero would say. Okay, that is why it's it is the way it is. Maybe that clarifies a little bit of what I didn't get. About. I'm not. I don't generally go for the whole meta, you know, any sort of commentary on film within a movie. Mm-hmm. That doesn't usually work for me. So maybe that's what I didn't. I did. Yeah. I did like the first half hour of the movie. I got into it and I was like, wow, this is really cool a little bit cheesy a little bit you know dated i can deal with that yeah. but the first half hour up to the point where they get stuck in the in the alleyway and then it just started to go like way the fuck over the top and i was like what just happened it went from being kind of cool to because <laughs> now it was a kung it's fu like movie. i know but i just, just didn't and i'm also not a fan i've never been a fan of kung fu movies at all so i guess maybe those two things just didn't do it for me uh, could be. if you have a movie Making commentary on kung fu movies or movies like that, it's probably be, probably not going to do it for me. I've never been able to get into them. I've I've tried to because I have so many friends who are into them, and I've just I've sat down and I would try to watch, and I'm just like, Fuck, this is not doing it for me. Yeah. I cannot do this. I just it just you know other other types of movies is also like a, a government intrigue type movies like a Tom Clancy type stuff or mm. oh. any kind of like the, all the stuff that Harrison Ford was into. Yeah, the, I, I want to like Jack, those movies. What was that character's name? Jack something. Something. I can't remember. Patriot Games. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, man. I'm just, I'm out. It started out with a Baldwin, went to a Harrison, and yeah. then finally landed on a. <laughs> I just, uh, I just. Whoever the fuck that last I guy was. I just check out too because I can't, yeah. I can't get exactly. into it. It's just, uh-huh. it's like, I don't care. I can't relate to any of this. It's not, huh. it doesn't work for me at all. And um, I just watched. Another movie that was on my old uh, list that I not watched was uh, the Born Identity, the Born Identity, which gets into a That's little a fun one. It, I actually liked it. It was okay, but it, it starts getting into some of that government kind of yeah. you know. And it had, mm-hmm. Every time they get too the program into that, people, the Manchurian candidate. Yeah, thing, every yeah. time they get mm-hmm. too much into that, I'm just start. I start. You can uh, you know. I'm just like it, it's, I don't, I'm not following this. And then they get into some action sequence. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is cool. They, they've kind, do they've kind of done it to death. Uh, yeah. And so you, it becomes a little bit form, formulaic, and you start really wanting something more out of the same old, yeah. uh, you know, formula. Right. I guess, mm-hmm. um, and I guess that could be said of a, a lot of 
those genres. I mean, kung fu movies also there is some formula to them. Oh yeah, uh, but you know, it's there's there's a certain campiness to it that you know you have to be kind of in the mood for. It's kind of like a finger in the ass. I mean, you know, some <laughs> sometimes you're into it and sometimes you're not. I mean, you know. <laughs> Thank you. You just. I think he's. Sometimes I think he's, you feel like uh, that person should go wash their hands at some point. Apparently, Mike has managed to channel himself through Brandon here over the phone. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm doing my best, but I could never replace the uh, the, the great, uh, the great and powerful uh, Senor uh, Senor Zimora. Yeah, I can I can handle formulaic movies and that and that kind of thing. It's just there's certain genres where the formula doesn't just doesn't do it for me at all, and that's right. Kung Fu and government or international intrigue type things that kind of stuff just never yeah never never really works for me but um science fiction you can go all formulaic as much as you want and i'm i'll follow horror oh, movies right. i'll follow it formula that kind of thing so what are we what are we drinking now we're drinking, <laughs> jeff, yeah. jeff loves it tell us about it jeff <laughs> 24 carat golden <laughs> ale how many stars jeff even before you say anything else how um, many stars um one and a half maybe two <laughs> but it has 24 carat golden at, ale on at, it out of out of out of twenty carrot cake inspired Belgian style, mm. so nope. Belgian style ale. So yeah. in other words, we were trying to make a Belgian ale, but we screwed up the fermentation. It taste came out tasting kind of carroty, <laughs> and so we de- decided we were going to sell that. The carrots are fine. I don't know what the the the. the uh, I don't know. Apparently, there's monkey piss in this. I What's the, what the who's the uh, who's the brewery that does this? This is Stone. Oh, okay. a Stone collaboration with. Um, Apparently, Julie Goldenberg, Stone, and Monkey Paw. I don't know. Is Monkey Paw a brewery? <laughs> uh, it is I'm now. Guessing. Oh, maybe it's Mitch Steele. Oh, Mitch that's Stone. That's, uh, no, Cosmo <laughs> Sorrentino. Yeah. Yeah, Monkey Paw Brewing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Stone. <laughs> I was going to say Stone Mitch Steele. Isn't that a... Isn't it that is a, not... Isn't that a Tom Clancy character? Um, I can see where this would make an excellent beer mosa, which I am about to do. Yeah, I'm not too crazy about it either. I would give it a. I would give it a one. It's yeah, not one and a half because it. I mean, the the nose on it's actually pretty good. I mean, you you start out tasting like carrots, and then it just goes foul right after that. I'm not it's getting. I'm not even is, really getting the carrot taste out of it. The, you know what it needs? Oh, it's from San Degraded, California. San Degraded. <laughs> yeah, but there's a couple of good breweries out of San Diego. I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. uh, I'm gonna go ahead and turn this yeah, into a true. beer mosa also because I think it'll go. Oh, down perfect a beer easier. mosa! <laughs> the, the, this gets rid of kind of that wang at the end. <laughs> the, the wang it dewangs it. The, 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 <laughs> yes, the, it takes it the finger out of the wang, ass. Wang, wangness <laughs> that might be in your beer. So well, that was what I was aiming for when I got it. All, all the beers that I got today were totally yeah. with the idea that we would be actually the elliptic yeah. wasn't really bad. No, I, like I, I, I eclipsed it, guys. E- ecliptic. <laughs> ecliptic. What is it? Ecliptic. Epileptic. Ecliptic is a shape. No wonder that was shaking up before I opened it. Ecliptic. Never mind, you guys. Eclipse. Eclipsedical. Eclipsedical. That's what it is. Eclipsedical brewing. Eclectic. Eclectic brewing. Uh, boys, <laughs> the eccentric brewing company. Spastic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would actually, I would give that one a three. Um, I would yeah, drink that all by itself, just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, yeah, this one, I, I wouldn't go back to ever again. Um, I would pack up my bags and leave this one. Yes, yes, I would. I would definitely pack up my futon and take off. <laughs> Futon. Wow. Talk about dated eighties references. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys I mean who who's owned a futon in here? 
Oh, yeah. Everybody? I'm the only one who has. Really? <laughs> you have it? Owned a food we own two right now. <laughs> awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. Actually, that's cool. I, owned, I, ha- I bought one at a garage sale for like 50 bucks. It was brand spanking new back in Ooh. 1990. Wow. I had it for years. Yeah, the one so, we had. So, so <laughs> on a related years. note, yeah. how many of you have owned a Pompazon before. Pompazon! Pompazon. Oh, the big big round chair. Yeah, the big uh, round chair. chair. With I wanted one of those. Uh, they are the best had. thing I ever, especially if you're drunk. They yeah. will instantly put you asleep. Yes. They're just I get was, in them and you're like... Uh, we were drunk at a friend's house that had one, and I remember sinking into it, and that's exactly what I was like, I need to get Also up works for babies. Passing we, 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 would, oh, yeah. we, we actually put Nikita in it when she was a baby and then just turn it so it's like just a big bowl. Yeah. yeah. And she would just go... Yeah, it's like... Asleep like that. It's like the which uterus, pro- which proves futons. my theory that babies are like drunk people. <laughs> They're always drunk. That's why babies coo. Well, that's why I was going to ask and cry. Were, all this time, I thought it was the other way around. <laughs> drunk people were like babies. <laughs> no, never. No, it's the no. other way around. Okay. It's uh, yeah, it's a little complicated, but yeah. <laughs> I think they have a fermentation factory in their stomach. Oh. In their stomach. In their stomach. <laughs> I was going to say stomach, and then in tummy came out. So who, who here has owned a hide a bed? We have one right now. Oh, you do? Oh, that's cool. Upstairs, yeah. I, I got. Rid I nearly of, lost a finger in one. <laughs> I got rid of mine a few years back. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, ca- our couch upstairs is a hide bed. Oh, I didn't know that. We got it on purpose cool. so people could spend the night, and then we didn't realize how fucking heavy it was when we were halfway up the stairs. Oh, <laughs> things are monsters. <laughs> no, it was terrible. When we move out of that house, if we ever sell or rent or whatever we're going to do with that house, stay in there. Guess what? You get a free couch. <laughs> it's it's going off the balcony. It's also a bed. <laughs> So there you go, free cut. <laughs> two pieces you can advertise. Two pieces of furniture come with the house. Yes, <laughs> in one, <laughs> reupholstered with a blanket. There you go. What much, other yeah. oddball pieces of furniture? I mean, there's you've got ooh, the. Ooh. Um, my dad had it for years. I mean, I swear, up until recently. Yeah. Um, you remember that thing back in the late '80s, early '90s, the ergonomic computer chair. Yes. It would force your back to stay up straight. Yeah. And you sat in it as if you're going to fall at any moment. And you're, it still ended up hurting your back anyways after hours of staring at a computer. Yes, it was like this weird ergonomic kind of explosion back in the early 90s. Basically a torture like device. The keyboards came out, the chairs, all that yeah. stuff. And, and my dad had that for years. Yeah. Oh, it's great for my back. No, <laughs> no. It, I just it, don't like the part where Darth Vader comes in and they lower me onto the uh, electronics. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. well, other than that, it's great. In the process of buying ergonomic furniture for my my office space, so I'm looking at getting a yoga ball chair. That's the newest. Oh, thing. those. And oh, I can yeah, take yeah, the yoga yeah, ball yeah. out, and I can roll around on it in my office space because that's what I do. Forget. Wait, you mean it's like this chair thing that you put a yoga ball in? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought oh. the whole point of having the yoga no. ball on your thing was like it keeps your balance and you're forced to keep well, yeah, everything straight there... instead of just having it sit there and then you're just like, Rrr. well, because you you also have <laughs> balance, but sometimes if Jeff I sit in a rolling chair too often, impression. I won't get anything done besides rolling around. If I yeah. have, some, I need something to hold me still because then I'm also thinking again the elliptical pedals that go underneath. So I can just like do Ooh. my elliptical. Then he can hook and... it up to your computer and you have to do that yeah. to actually power yeah, you your could, computer. You could, you, no, you, uh, there's actually a program you plug in the ellipticals to your 
your keyboard and your mouse, and if you don't, if you stop pedaling, your mouse and your keyboard stop working. Oh, I've got to get that for Nikita. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That'd be perfect. Really cool. It's like, I think it's like 120 bucks all together for the electrical huh? and the computer program, and it's like, this would be perfect. So I get my little yoga ball chair, so when I'm pedaling, when I have my program on, I can sit still and, you know, keep myself half preoccupied because staring at a computer for eight hours kills me. Mm-hmm. And then when I don't want an elliptical, I just take my yoga ball and I roll around and scoot and bother all my coworkers. <laughs> and to think when I was well, young, I got my exercise right on those things by, uh, we, we had one of those ergonomic chairs too, but mm-hmm. the vast majority of the house was all hardwood floors. And let me tell you. It's nothing like an office chair. When you get going in one of those things, <laughs> it's, it's basically a sled at some point. Oh yeah, I, I worked. You get your guy. exercise. I worked with a guy that had the uh, in in, the, in one office. He was next to me over in the other desk. He he had one of those you know the big balls that you sit on, and uh, the thing about it is every time he was not in the office, for some reason the freaking thing would come loose from his desk, or he would like sort of tuck it under, and it would inevitably roll over to me. I don't know if like the office was tilted Rick, slightly you know, or something. No, what it's telling you is that you need to get out oh, and exercise yeah. more. Oh, yeah. No. I'm like weighing down the floor. just <laughs> <laughs> Everything that's it's, round is rolling towards hey, you. Hey, Rick, it's but me. Here's the Yoga thing. ball. Here's we need to thing. work out. I'm like about 50% germaphobe. So I would grab the ball. Only 50. And immediately I would think... Am I touching parts where he you sat? You didn't take like a pen and go, oh, oh. Eventually, I started using my foot. But the first few yeah. times, I used my hand, and I would go, eh. Oh, his bum was here. <laughs> he. There were other things, too, probably. I'm going to go down the hall and wash my hands for about 15 minutes. <laughs> Only 50% germaphobe. That's you right. Know, usually, usually, you know, you think that you're either a germaphobe <laughs> or you're not. I mean, where is that halfway line? Um, Where's that 50% because line? Because I'm not, I'm not. I think everybody's it's it's somewhere on the, there's a, yeah. there's a spectrum. It's the like difference everything. between washing your hands for 15 minutes and washing them for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I am, um, I'm bothered by things that I notice don't bother other people, but I'm not like freaky, like to the point where I'm dysfunctional and can't deal with stuff. But like like, if I I'll touch see, your face. That's fine, Jeff. I like that actually. Um, but, yeah. The um, like keyboards, people people's keyboards at work. When I go to help them with their computer, I will sometimes look at their keyboard and it's like, how are you touching this fucking thing? It is like covered. I could dig into the dirt and grime on this and probably find bones and shit buried in your keyboard. It's like I and I've got photographs. Sometimes I'll photograph people's keyboards because it's like <laughs> they're nasty, man. He's on his phone, he's got a file called. Keyboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When like, I was, I want to I wanna see the top ten of 2015. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you need to start like some sort of. I'll show what you. What is that? Pinterest or? A, I'll show you number imager? one. Tumblr. I'll show you number Tumblr. one. Okay. Okay. And number one, by the way, <laughs> I shouldn't say this. If no, he, please. If he do. listens to the podcast, he's going to be incredibly offended. Hopefully, nobody I work with listens yeah. to this podcast. That's kind of what I hope for too. I'm sorry, man. I got to be honest with everybody. The guy, one of the guys who had the absolute filthiest keyboard, and like literally, I was almost afraid to touch it. And I went and got a different keyboard because he wasn't at his desk at the time and unplugged his and plugged a different one in and did fix the problem. And then I put his back in because I didn't want to touch it. Um, and it was just literally grime, just black. Like you could almost not even see the letters on the keys. It was just Ew. absolutely Ew. disgusting. See, I was thinking some sort well, of like Ren on. Stimpy cartoon where you see the, the, yeah. the pubic hair yeah. sticking out of everything. Almost, the, almost, yeah, something, almost. Something kind of slithers out and goes back into the keyboard, you know. Just something. <laughs> okay, not quite, <gasps> that, not quite that bad, but, but close. Um, here's the thing, though. That guy quit and went on and started a, a in the world of food preparation. 
Oh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go any, well, hopefully anywhere he beyond have a computer that. In that new job. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't handle food in his, in his new job. <laughs> in his new food handling job. <laughs> I just. I hope he's cleaner about the food preparation than, than he was, he was about, about the computer. computer. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I actually share an office with like three or four other people. So I have yeah. to share my keyboard with, I know, at least one other person. Yeah. And I always, you know, like every Friday, I'll wipe it down. Every Monday, I'll like clean out the keyboard. Yeah. I'll, I, I will get the <laughs> Bob the Blower, which he's, it's actually named Bob the Blower. It's one of those blowers you plug in and go, uh-huh. and uh, I'll blow out the keyboard and this, smack it. And this sounds like, something, everything sounds like something Mike would be telling us to buy. <laughs> Bob the Blower? <laughs> How many speeds does it have? <laughs> Just one. That's all you need. There's one setting. Perfect. Yeah, I- Perfect. <laughs> it's one setting and it's called ah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. This is what my life amounts to. <laughs> Hanging out with a bunch of guys. Oh. We talk about blowers. Bunch of old guys talking about their penises. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. God damn it. It's important that I know that they're important to you guys. You just want to share your feelings. I mean Yeah, that's what we call them feelings. You know what else is important? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some feeling going on, but I don't know if it's emotional or not. <laughs> good, good feels, good feels. <laughs> I mean feelings. Feeling deep inside of me. Yikes! That went that went south quick. <laughs> so They're deep inside of you. It's talking about feelings, yes. What kind of feelings? The did feelings you all awaken. Have? I mean, the force awakens. Yes. Um, let's just have a roundtable discussion here. Okay. About um, <laughs> well, Star Wars. I would like to warn everybody. Yes. Spoilers. It, more spoiled than Veruca Salt. I thought I'd mention <laughs> that. Earlier, right? It's a good one. I want one, Daddy. I want an Oompa Loompa. How much for the Oompa Loompas? <laughs> Come on, Wonka. Everybody's got a price. Daddy, I wanted a golden egg. <laughs> I'm getting you one, dear. Daddy, I want it now. God, that entire movie is quotable. You know that? I, I mean, every movie. single line in that movie yeah. is just Forget awesome. Forget the Giant Depp one. The original. It was an okay oh. movie, but it didn't it didn't didn't leave the impression no. that the original did no. at all. Not even close. So, but uh, yeah, so I was like I was like Jeff's summary of why the original Willy Wonka was so good, which is just because Gene Wilder's playing Mister Fucking Crazy. Yep, which <laughs> <laughs> is exactly how Jeff summarizes uh-huh. it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, but what does this have to do with Star Wars? Not well, much. well, the new Star Wars well, movie is 70s. actually a, a remarkably beautiful and artistic allegory yeah. for Willy Duncan Wonka. Trump. I don't know. For a new hope. <laughs> so just, I guess, just uh, right, right off the start, what, I mean, what was your initial reaction when you walked out? Oh, time, that was time. a good movie. I think I'll see it again. <laughs> I, was, I, I thought, wow, was... they made it for n- us and not the kids. <laughs> like it actually appealed to you know X generation yeah. original fans, and it had elements of all of the first three movies. Like, yeah, yeah I, 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 I had a little bit of you know New Hope feels, and a little bit of uh, you know Empire Strikes Back feels, a little bit of. Jedi feels like it. It had all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in, in on top of that, so this is what I love about J.J. Abrams. Because J.J. Abrams is an amazing director, and he rebooted Star Trek, mm-hmm. and he rebooted Star Wars. But in both Star yeah. Trek and Star Wars, he did a really good job of 
appealing to the first generation of fans and the new generation of fans in order to hand it off. Yeah. So yeah. like in Star Trek, he had Leonard Nimoy meet the new Spock guy, whose name I can never remember for the life of me, but he's handsome. Who? Uh, um, Zachary the, Quinto. Yeah, Zachary, Zachary yeah. Quinto. Like he had Leonard Nimoy be a part of that to hand off the role of Spock, so that way yeah, he would be yeah. Ex- accepted. Yeah. Yeah. For Star Wars, he. I mean, a lot of people. A lot of major complaints is it's just a new hope in Empire Strikes Back but again big and again. Deal. But it hands it off to the new characters. I know that's why I don't generation. get everybody just spent the last you know decade complaining because George Lucas was making new Star Wars movies that were nothing like the originals and then J.J. Abrams comes along and makes something that is very exactly. like the original no it's exactly people, like it Let's I know see. There's Rebel people. has plans of some sort of major yeah, yeah, weapon no, no, no. I know. he's in the bathroom oh okay. yeah 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 but um the, the but, point we're making is that he handed it off to the next generation. Yeah. Oh, by, absolutely! By no, I, I absolutely agree. I think I think it was rehashing a very fun um, and and uh, yeah, and and you got to meet the new characters. You got to say sometimes goodbye to old characters, yeah. um, and or you know revisit those characters in the new yeah. new Star Wars yeah. universe. Yeah, and yeah. I I thought it was great. I even. I even like the fact that they were really shitty with the, the, the lightsabers. I thought yeah. that was awesome. It was like, yeah. was like they would be really <laughs> shitty with lightsabers. They would be really. There was no training, yeah. but and there's a lot of personal growth. Like that's another thing that J.J. Abrams really does. You get to know the characters. He makes the characters very personal, very relatable. Because yeah. in the original three, you know, all the characters had a script and they followed that script, and their characters were wonderful characters, but hard to relate to. Uh, except for a few levels, but these yeah. new ones, well, like they were, they were very two dimensional. Yeah, it, these new ones, yeah. I could totally like hang out and have a beer with Poe, like happily, and and Ray and well, I, and Finn I, I, it and, still had the same thing of a new hope. <sighs> it still had the same thing of the original Star Wars movie, where where uh, um, uh, Ray and Finn know each other for like two days, and they're like hugging at some point. And I'm like, <laughs> no, that's not really what happens. Don't hold but, my hand. Yeah. Why are you holding my hand? And I then like that. 24 what hours was... later, they're like, oh, I love you. You know, it just it was like okay. Uh, well, was, I, it's cute. What I thought she was hot. I'm not yeah, sure how went she felt. Yeah. Well, when people are, go through like uh, stressful experiences, you know, they can bond pretty quickly. Yep. Oh, absolutely, so it's, absolutely. It's Why do you think I love? Kind of believable. <laughs> <laughs> Every podcast is a well. stressful experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got PTSD. From you know last what I? Year. You know what I really dug about the movie? It was. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things I loved about the movie, but the the little things that he did that haven't been in a Star Wars movie even since the original movie, which is he had that little scene where she goes into her house and she throws in the little stuff into the bowl and it like magic oh, gadgets. And, yeah, gadgets. But no, you get like a good minute or so of her just at her house relaxing and you find out who she is or whatever. The only time any other Star Wars movie has ever done that. Was way back in the original one where Luke was in the little room playing with the spaceship while C three PO was going in the mm-hmm. oil bath. That scene, mm-hmm. I thought, wow, that's amazing. That's like he's he's yeah. picking up on all these little subtleties. Also, when you when you, the, you see his his uh, aunt making dinner and they're having that, yeah, little things like yeah, yeah, the little, the little personal yeah, touches, yeah. yeah. And, and even the, even absolutely. Empire Strikes Back, as good as that was, didn't have any of those kind of moments. The Return of the Jedi, but I think, didn't. unlike the and, original of yeah. those scenes, like yeah. the scene with her in her house, you can see that uh, you know she's destitute, she's living in ruins. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, you learn about the character through that little like two three minute scene. Yeah, and the other yeah. ones, it's just exposition. Yeah, and the, and what you know what's funny is George Lucas actually filmed a scene for Attack of the Clones that was like that, but he cut the scene. If you look at the included the bonus scenes, <laughs> he, he thought, scene. oh, this is way too good. <laughs> this is too good for them. <laughs> it was like all these scenes. It was a scene between Anakin and uh, and Padme. Believe it or not, they they go into her room and she's 
putting some of her stuff into some bags. She's packing some stuff. And he, she has pictures Fuzzy on the handcuffs, wall. Yeah. Blow up doll. <laughs> her, the her, heads of her, her light politi- vibrator. <laughs> the heads of her political enemies. Um, a box that just says used bandages and condoms. <laughs> but the, she has like animated like pictures on the wall. And he's walking around going, what's this? And what's this? And she's like, oh, that's my blah, blah, blah. You know, like some relative. And it's like, oh, my God. This is like a great scene. Why is it not in the – why did they put in all the other stuff yeah. in the movie? Because we, it yeah. humanizes way too, them. Way too much depth. Way too much depth <laughs> with character. If, if there were two-dimensional characters in Star Wars, there's one-dimensional characters yeah. in all of the prequels. Yeah. But I, I loved I loved that the, 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 they actually put in a scene like that, like a, a moment that you could literally – an editor would look at that scene and maybe say, wow, this isn't moving the story forward at all. Why and do we need I this? I did like it kind of goes into the life of a stormtrooper. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're programmed. Okay, yeah. you need to go to reprogramming. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you get your weapon fixed. You yeah, know, the, 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 like the, didn't explain their shitty shooting, but there's, whatever. There's, there's heart. They weren't so one. shitty in this. No, one. they were. No, yeah. There's heart. There's heart in the film. I, oh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's something that uh, we've kind of lost track of in both fantasy and science fiction uh, yeah. movies. Not to say that Star Wars is science fiction. But yeah. uh, sci-fi fantasy. But I, I think I think that uh, you know heart in these movies have been eclipsed by simply uh, great special effects. showmanship. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, showmanship. Yeah. And uh, you know th- this movie did have heart. It had characters that had depth. Like uh, that was a complaint that I had at the Hobbit movie. Is uh, the story uh, was written and it had a lot of heart. Uh, the original you know literature and. There were times when Peter Jackson made the decision to cut out scenes that had a lot of heart. Like, for instance, yeah. uh, when uh, the the Hobbit uh, the the company went to uh, meet Bayorn mm-hmm. in the oh, books, yeah. uh, you know, each of the dwarves kind of filed in, and it had this reminiscent quality of the way Gandalf decided to introduce the dwarves to Bilbo originally, and it, and it kind of had the feel in the literature oh, like, yeah. oh, this is Gandalf's shtick. And they totally cut it out for like some action sequence where you know Baron comes barreling in as a bear, you know, and chases them in, and you know they try to lock yeah. him out of his own house. Yeah. Uh, and so the new Star Wars movie has that heart that the first, the episode one, two, and three didn't. You know, it was yeah. like you know, oh boy, that these characters have a little bit too much depth. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this that, is too this that, is too relatable. Points really good, and and it's something that I've always thought of of when people are making books into movies, they often will um, make the movie as if no one's ever read the book, or if they think right. it's going to be introduced to people that have never read the book, yeah. when they should just make it like the fucking book. It's what they you know liked. what I mean, and and that's that's what makes it, and that's what I think they did with Lord of the Rings. I thought they brought a lot of the book to the screen, even though they left a lot out. So, yeah. yeah. Granted, some literature doesn't translate as well to film as others. I mean, you know, yes and no. I mean, I, I honestly think these days, uh, with after seeing Lord of the Rings and and seeing even the Warcraft trailer. And in a lot of little things, even um, what was it, uh, Ex Machina? I, mean, I didn't like it that much, but it was really well done. And I think, uh, and a movie like Her, I don't know if you've seen that. You, oh, you yeah. haven't. Oh, yeah. You need to see it because it's oh. absolutely brilliant. These kind of things you wouldn't think could be translated from a book to a film, and, but they were done really yeah, well. And I don't then know if Her a, was actually a book. I think it was. I think it was uh, a short story. I, th- I think it was a short story, but to. Uh, 
if if someone were to try to give you an elevator pitch about a sex scene that is completely black, there is absolutely no visuals whatsoever. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, producers would say, uh, "No, I think we'll pass on that yeah, option." Of course. But as it turned out uh, in the in the film, it worked out incredibly well, and it was incredibly erotic, and uh, at the same time uh, had had a, a a really intimate bond. Mm-hmm. It's cool. No, it was very okay, well. I probably having... had a little too much beer here because for a second there, I thought you were talking about the Star Wars movie still, and I was like... <laughs> no, they moved on to her. I don't remember that. Did I step out to use the bathroom <laughs> at the wrong time? <laughs> <laughs> no wonder Han and Leia went from being stiff to suddenly they're all huggy and No, kissy. they were still stiff. <laughs> <laughs> well, Han was stiff anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Took him a while, but he got there. Well, he's stiff now. If no, no. Speaking of which, shut up. The big spoiler. Big spoiler. No, as alert. soon as he landed on that planet, I'm like, oh. Well, yeah. no, we all knew it was coming. Harrison Ford only agreed to do the film if they killed off Han Solo. Oh, see, I didn't hear that. You didn't? Oh, I it was, knew it was that. A big deal. I knew that from Return of the Jedi way back. I remember reading the trivia. You know, back you know when what? Return of the Jedi came out, that that was he really wanted George Lucas to kill him off back yeah, then he to wa- give him some reason to die and to like well, save. The group that's or the reason why he was the Hansel was trapped in carbonate because they didn't know if they were going to be able to get yeah, Harrison Ford yeah, back yeah. in for the yeah. next movie. Yeah. But when they were originally doing the casting calls, there was an interview with Harrison Ford who said the only way he would ever do Star Wars again because he hates being Han Solo so much <laughs> is that if they killed Han Solo, so he never had to do it again. Oh, I hadn't heard that. See, I hadn't, I went into this completely unspoiled, but I knew that story and I knew how much Harrison Ford hated being in Star Wars and I thought. I wonder if this is going to happen. But and so what? when when he actually walked out on that Carrie Fisher bridge, hated it, too. I mean, she hated yeah. it mostly after the fact. She was too high to hate it when she <laughs> But uh, after the fact, she and I love her advice to uh, the girl that's playing Ray. Just don't go through the crew like wildfire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pace yourself, sweetie. Pace yourself. Yeah, pace yourself. <laughs> um, but uh, um, she, after the fact, the absolutely hated it. She reviled yeah. Lucas and everything he had to do with yeah. it, which is, I think, one of the reasons she came back is Lucas had nothing to do with it. Yep. Yeah. I honestly think that's well, why all he, of them came back. He talked them in. He talked the original cast into into doing it. Oh, did he originally? He was met it, with he was met it with Lucas all. Or was it Abrams? No, it was George Lucas. He met with the three of them at a lunch and basically told him what his plans were. But I think the plans included potentially selling it to Disney too. So they were in on that part of it. So I think yeah, you know, I'm not going to write it. Oh yeah. yeah, I hope not. We've seen the last three films. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, no, oh, he, no, he, you're not going to write it. Oh, that's I, too every bad. Every year oh, I, I watch Wookie. I watch the Wookie Holiday Special, and no, he wrote treatments for it for the three. And I guess Disney tossed it completely and started from scratch. Wow. <laughs> yes. So this is a little off topic, but yeah. speaking, since we brought up the demise of my beloved, um, <laughs> my first thought when I saw him walking onto that platform is why the fuck do architects in the future in space not put guardrails on their <laughs> pathways in every goddamn Death Star because, spaceship? Because if your child turns to the dark side and you meet him out on the middle of the bridge, you want to be able to fall off after he stabs you through the midsection. <laughs> I'm sorry. I played, I played Jedi Academy, and that's your favorite thing to do is force choke, lift, and throw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> Best great, thing you could do in the entire game. Once you learn that, the game is just was, so fucking just, easy. It's just, just so choke, funny. Dead, choke, They're dead, not choke. even like wide paths. <laughs> It's like enough room for a person. Single the architect, like what? What's who? The designers. It was a. It was an aesthetic decision. Well, uh, we didn't yeah. like the rails. The rails blocked well, the view. Can I put a serious theory in this? Can I put a serious theory <laughs> yes, in this? Please. It's it's because droids. Droids take care of everything. 
That's people true. aren't supposed to be now, in that part actually, of the goddamn that, it. So droids are going to be doing it, that, and they're programmed not to fall off. That's your answer for everything, Jeff. Droids. Well, it's it's a good explanation. Another one not to. Uh, belabor uh, Lord of the Rings, but uh, he's been ranting about the, this all week. By the way, well, uh, the, okay, so the the bridge all at Casadum, the, where the, they fought the Balrog, the whole reason why that bridge existed in the first place was the dwarves designed it, the architects designed it, yeah. because it was incredibly defensible. If you were trying to oh, bottleneck yeah. someone that was trying to get to an important location, mm-hmm. the best way to do it is this incredibly narrow path. Is a Balrog? <laughs> oh. You know, the Balrog wasn't quite as emo oh, wait, as Kylo that, Ren. They didn't <laughs> I mean, he did kind of ham it up when they're like falling forever. It's like, oh god, this is so over. <laughs> Balrog completely <laughs> overacted the whole yep. time. It's like, like Jim Carrey as the Balrog. It's like, I'm so scared. Oh my god, where are we going? <laughs> Gandalf, you bastard! Come with me with my giant <laughs> but, whip of fire. But what a great visual, though that that visual of uh, Ben Solo and Han Solo yeah. on that oh no, bridge. It was brilliant! Like really like with the, with that one ray of light coming in of the dying sun, and you know it it had that the the the, the visual was. Yeah. And you know, I really like the, like the Kylo Ren or Ben Solo part. Uh, you know, he throughout the whole film, he kind of wavers back and forth. He really wants well, to be on the dark a, there's side. A really, there's he a really, really wants to join a band and get in a van with a bunch of sweaty dudes <laughs> and go across country, and his dad just wants him to come home and go to college. Can't you well, stay in the family actually, band? Fuck you, dad. I'm going to be big someday. There's actually another theory that's been floating around the internet right now about yeah. um, Kylo Ren actually being a secret agent for... The resistance oh, trying to take Asian trying to take man. out General Snoke. So he's he wants to be good, but he's trying he has to be dark in order oh, to oh. get the trust of Snoke and to kill him in the final end. So there's a couple of theories going on that he's actually being a double agent at this point. Hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. that's uh, Ray is a Kenobi that or my... she's a Luke. Well, I mean, because you know the original canon is totally tossed out. So uh, Han and Leia were supposed to have twins. I think she's a Kasai Walker. Uh, but Luke's supposed to have a daughter <laughs> yeah. in the original canon, so they yeah. kept one of the twins for Han and Leia. So what if they kept the daughter for Luke? But the thing is, um, George Lucas is always, and I'm assuming J.J. Abrams is going to carry this through, which is that everything in the expanded universe is canon as long as it's not contradicted by the movies. And he more or less said, "Jedi don't have babies." That's hmm. a, that's a that's a, so I think you'd have to. Sully the character of of Obi Wan in order for to say he had a baby. But here's here's an interesting. They're like black widows. They just kill anyone they fuck. Here's an interesting (laughs) expanded universe detail that actually George Lucas set off himself in an early draft of Return of the Jedi. Obi Wan Kenobi was going to tell Luke about his brother, Mm -hmm. Obi Wan's Mm. brother, and Ah. named um and and originally Lucas was going to say it's your uncle Owen. He's my brother. And then he changed it to, no, I have a brother. And then he just wrote it out because it didn't, like, what purpose did it this play? But the expanded universe people took that and ran with it. And so there's this kind of vague thing out there about Obi-Wan has a brother. So what if his brother had a child who then had Rey? So I'm I'm grasping at straws here. But we still don't know the answer to the question, who's the old guy at the very start of the film who hands off the information? He's a guy from Alderaan. <laughs> He's originally from Alderaan. You can, and he even says, "For me, she's always going to be royalty." Yeah, because oh. he's from Alderaan. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yes, Wasn't he's he... one of the survivors of Alderaan. Oh, but, interesting, but not an Organa. 
No, no, no I don't. Just, think he's just a citizen. I think of... he's simply just a rebel. Okay. That's just an old guy that uh, is awesome because Max von Sindow is fucking awesome. Um, I th- I completely fucked up his name. That's but um, I no, he just he's just from Oberon. Yeah. Okay. That's I never I hadn't heard that, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That actually makes sense because his first Which is line, why he's part of the his first line, and when he shows up, is uh, this should start to make things right. And a lot of people oh. have said, "Oh, that's a slam on George Lucas and the prequels, man." <laughs> no, it's not. And I'm just like, no, J.J. Abrams not going to be that well, classless. He's not, not going to no. do something that stupid. Lost was shitty, but he's not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he made Suddenly, up for it with Fringe. He did. Fringe is oh, fucking yeah. fantastic. Did you notice? Oh, yes, did you notice after Jakku, the village was all burned and everything? You could see Jack in the background crying. Was like, yeah. From Lost. Oh, yeah. No, he was, he was probably crying before that. My father was in that village. <laughs> yeah, my daddy. But I, you know what? I wanted to I wanted to um, talk about the the Han Solo spoiler thing a little bit further because um, when I went into that, you know, knowing what I knew about the the history of of Harrison Ford not wanting, See, I, to I didn't know that till after the fact. Yeah, I thought when he walked out onto the bridge as a fan, I thought, oh, JJ's fucking with us. He's making me think that's going to happen right now. No, no. And so I happen. thought, I thought, oh, f- nice. And I thought he's he's making all the hardcore fans tense because that could happen right Actually, now. Actually, that scene is where he broke his leg. He fell off and broke his leg. He wasn't supposed to get stabbed. They just CGI'd that in. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> but, uh, Before you have that hop valley, uh, I want to get your thoughts on this uh, crux that oh, we yeah, opened. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Beer. Saison. <laughs> Uh, the, right, the impasse. Okay. No, the yeah, impasse is a, actually pretty good. I've always it's, liked it. It's a, it's I've a had beer it and nerd podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. a, Oh, a, you've a, had it before. Okay, a neared podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's it's, it's a great great beer. Impasse size on ale. Mm-hmm. It's um, I like it. It's um, the I, only beer I haven't liked from Crux is their Imperial pa- uh, India Pale Ale. Sorry, go ahead. Hmm. Okay. Oh no, it's I I wasn't gonna say anything in particular. I was just gonna say I like it. Um, it's it's I don't know if I would call it a go to type of beer, but um. I don't mind it. It's I give it a two. Get it. Which of is, all the it's, it's, sounds low, sounds low, but no. that for me that just means I don't I don't See, hate it. No, I I, I, I know this, Rick. I've, three, I've three listened to the half. podcast since the beginning. <laughs> You're a tough customer. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Absolutely no. I'd give it a three, three and a half. Absolutely, it's it's a good beer. It's solid. Yeah. Yep. I think we've had a lot two. of stuff from them on the podcast in the yeah. past too, haven't we? And I mm-hmm. I, I, I associate their name with. With good stuff, so yeah, I absolutely. Think that that red stuff. ale was absolutely. Yeah. I, oh yeah, I would give that. this a two and seven eights. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> but uh, meanwhile, yeah. the Festeru, actually not bad. Very malty, but not bad. But uh, anyway, so I just just uh, about the about the Han thing. I was just I I was sitting there watching very confidently that he was just screwing with the hardcore fans. No, that something would happen and he would get out of this. And so it was actually a shock, even though I knew that this was a possibility of happening. I went into the movie going, I wonder if they're going to actually do this. And then I thought, no, he wouldn't be this. It's not going to happen. And then it happened. And I was and I literally jumped. I was like, I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) That wasn't supposed to happen. And and see, my reaction was I knew it was going to happen as soon as he landed on the fucking planet. I was like, is he going to see his son? His son's going to kill him. Yeah. And then when it happened, it it wasn't until a Chewie reacted that I went, (laughs) Right, you're, you're like, you're like, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. like oh, I knew it was gonna happen. I, as soon as he got on the platform, I'm like, this is it. He's gonna die. This is it. But Chewie, and then you see him, and they, he's, he's, and he's suddenly he's, he's like, I, 
I can so do the chewy much thing. and it's great and then Chewy starts crying and I'm like it's so <laughs> much you know actually that is a complaint that I have of the film what's that they didn't give an opportunity for the characters to grieve about Han Solo's depth death I wanted to see well after he Chewbacca's were I wanted to, I wanted see, to see Chewy really ham it up well, like, like there's gonna be no that's his best that. friend like the Their ghost of Jabba and... I want to see like a really <laughs> good dialogue a, scene you want to Chewie. see a, a hazy montage uh, over like a journey song with no, the uh... no, I want to I see dialogue I want to see Chewie talk it out <laughs> talk through his grief Chewie's a small town girl you know what was really cool though is when they when they went to, when they shot over to Leia and she does that Sitting down, thinking yeah, she has yeah, enough yeah. force that to recognize great. it. She ha- does the same thing, and I think was it the Jedi Return of the Jedi or the Empire Strikes Back when Luke gets yeah. significantly injured. She sits down. She's like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Huh? Yeah. That's a good, yeah. good reference yeah. back." It yeah. felt really yeah. good, yeah. and yeah. then yeah. it cheered yeah. me up a little well, bit. Well, that ties like, oh. into the whole, you know, in the in the original trilogy and it, and in the prequels too. They he stays consistent with it, which is that the family members always have a particular bond with each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. which uh-huh. is always like I always wondered what the hell he was doing. He had the little kiss scene at the beginning of Empire, but then he does that at the end of Empire, which hints that at least he had that as in mind as a possibility. It's like, you, could you just? Taking that fucking kiss scene out of the movie—that was like the only, <laughs> the only bad but, thing. But but also Kenobi at, um, at toward the middle or beginning of the first one feels the cry of a thousand voices. Oh yeah, yeah. he's like yeah. the whole planet. He could feel that because yeah, he's but so, the, he's so Jedi out. The family members seem to be able to <laughs> Jedi like in Return of the Jedi when when Darth Vader can can sense Luke's presence and the Emperor says, "I I don't are you sure you're you sure you're right about that?" Yeah, there's like some sort of. Yeah. Well, just like mm-hmm. how Kylo yeah. Ren could sense when Han landed. I mean, Han's yeah, not yeah. even really exactly. in in the force, like in tune with the force, but he could still right. seek yeah. him out. Absolutely, fucking fantastic movie. I yeah, love it. and I really, honestly think I think my wife and I were talking about it the other day. It, it's really set up well to rehash the original Star Wars and leave it open to do whatever the fuck they want afterwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think I think the. The whole thing, yeah, Ray was absolutely fantastic. She's what, I think she's 22, 23? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think she was 19 when she started the whole thing. Wow. When she auditioned, she was only 19. Well. Um, but yeah, it, she did an amazing job, Finn. I mean, I like that guy already from, uh, if anybody hasn't seen Attack the Block, you need to go see Attack the Block now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He is fantastic. The movie is absolutely amazing. Right. You might not like it, but everyone else will. <laughs> I started watching it. And I, didn't, I don't know I'm if kidding. I got I'm through right. it the whole time. I think I'm, I had a I little too much to smoke when I was watching that film. It's a pretty good film to smoke lots of weed to. Oh, yes, but, it is. Uh, it's, it's a really good movie. It's basically about an alien invasion to one of those uh, giant apartment buildings that they have in London. And it's all poor people. And so they, you know, these kids, these these inner city kids are dealing with like this alien invasion. What the fuck was that? Yeah. You know, they're they're dealing with this shit, and, and it's just a fun oh. kind of adventure. And does, and John Boyega's character starts off on the alien side, and then he's like, oh, I can't do this anymore. The tentacles and everything <laughs> runs off to the other side. No, no, wow. no. You know, no. That's a big character development right there. You know. I, <laughs> And, if that took place speaking, in the same universe, it'd be hilarious. They actually come to Earth yeah. to get humans to be stormtroopers. <laughs> back, back to stormtroopers, though. I really yeah. liked how they took a different approach with the stormtroopers because, I mean, we had the clones, and so they were programmed. They follow yeah. rules blindly. In this one, they were talking about how they would actually abduct yeah. babies yeah. and then militarize them, kind of like how they did with well, the, the Nazi the, regime. I think the clone thing fell apart. Mm, it um, fell apart, but so after but the they, Clone Wars. There were references though. Kylo Ren and the general, what's his face, blonde guy who's a dick. Um, 
he was like, he was like, are you sure my clones wouldn't be a better suit? So I mean, they're talking about rebooting the clone okay. program, but um, the Kylo Ren or whoever starting the thinks that their indoctrination program works better. Yeah. Um, I'm getting everyone mixed up. I've seen this movie so many times. Anyways, but... <laughs> Don't so, they reference that in the movie? Something about uh, um, the programmed guys make better soldiers than the other ones or something like that? They, I don't know. Well, they, could be... There was a conversation you know. in the film in the film where they were debating it after um, yes. Finn kind of went off with, with Poe. They were, they were talking about yeah. how, you know, what's better, the clones or these other guys? Well, my guys are the best. I mean, they're stronger. They're different. They've got different genetics, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, but clones follow the rules all the time, asshole. And, you know, kind of... <laughs> yeah, and the other ones don't make good officers or yeah. something, something, yeah, something it, to that effect. They can't think on the fly. They're, they're you yeah. know, they're so, dumbed down. So yeah. I really like the fact that, you know, since they changed from clones, it, this Finn story could actually happen. I mean, if, if you're pulling people away from their families as children and raising them to be a certain way, if they're not already, if this not already built in, yeah. they're going to act on their human feelings. So you have to yeah. wonder what. No, I, I, I love the and Finn the, character, that's, and and I was really hoping. I'm actually kind of hoping that he ends up with some Jedi powers. I don't know why. I'm just like, what if he would? Yeah. And one of the reasons why he was able to unprogram himself, the Force, because he might have some. Did you guys? Did you guys find it. it unrealistic at all? Because I've heard a lot of complaints about this. When when suddenly. Uh, Ray is able to, you know, she just relaxes and suddenly she can do. Did you, did you at all stumble no. at the movie? No. I didn't either. And there's, I was surprised no. to see people doing that. And my theory about that is not only that, you know, she's uh, obviously they first of all in she's a movie. girl, so all the guys are like, eh, she can't do it. She's a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they hint in the movie that she's got some sort of background. Yeah, she's got there's a background. The hint there, right. but and, I mean. We never so episode one was like mitochondrias, mitochondrias. That's what makes you a Jedi. But really, <laughs> yeah. J.J. Abrams removed that whole aspect from this that's film, and and so it allows the fact that you can train to be in tune with the Force like a monk, or you can be born yeah. with natural latent abilities. So yeah, yeah. you know, Ray could just have the natural latent abilities, and Finn might actually be able to train himself to become part of the Force yeah. and influenced by the Force and practice the way of the Jedi in order to yeah. evolve into a Jedi. But didn't during that scene where where Kylo Ren is actually like probing her mind? Did you all not know? I mean, I noticed it looked like at first she was like being pushed back, and then all of a sudden uh-huh. it's almost like maybe this is just really good acting, or maybe I was reading too much into it. But it to me, it looked like she had a moment of, "Oh, I know what this I, is," and I then abs- suddenly started yeah. pushing back. And I was I like, "Absolutely, got I was that. like, "Oh shit!" Well, yeah. for me, it she was it was very much this. Um, happening off screen. It was like in her mind, he was probing yeah. and hit something, and she saw something of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then began to push so that she, feeling. She, pushed, she yep. pushed back, and uh-huh. they finally hit that point. Of course, where, we all play D and D, so that. Yeah. that yeah. Well, I mean, like <laughs> that, he, that read like a uh, he tapped something that she didn't know was there on right. accident, and that's what I read that as. Uh-huh. So when she did the scene of telling the stormtrooper, I was great. like, oh shit, they 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 put a little crack in the dam. This mm-hmm. is about to happen. Well, and you, that's what you it, made me. But then I hear people <laughs> online going, yeah. oh, it was so stupid. She was like immediately able. She's like a a Jedi master suddenly. I was like, no, well, you totally missed the point. But she's she spent years in solitude. Yeah, growing up. Yeah, yeah. and and yeah. you know she's used her skills. Yeah, it's the same constantly st- and completely. It's a, uh, somebody who yeah. lives like that yeah. is going to improvise really well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not such a dissimilar uh, situation than the other great and ones I'm, that we know of: Luke mm-hmm. Skywalker, Anakin, to a lesser extent. But in all the cases, historically, the Children are trained from a very, very young age to be a Jedi Knight. It's like, you know, Anakin was super young, and they were saying, nah, he's too old. Yeah. We, we, you can't make him a Jedi because we can't indoctrinate him. I never saw but that But there movie could so. have been 
more to it to, than that. Okay. That you know, it's like okay, if if, if your abilities are natural and they're powerful, yeah. but are remain latent, uh, you do a lot of catching up very quickly. Yeah. Well, Once you actually start to realize your ability. The way I, I took that scene is that he was pushing and pushing and she was resisting and resisting. And finally, he, he Kylo Ren makes comments about why he can't get into her brain. And she starts to realize that what's going on. She grew up on Jedi myth and Jedi legend. She knew who Han was. She knew who Luke oh, she, is. Yeah, they so, all knew everybody. So everyone knows what the Jedi are and, the Jedi, and what the Jedi can do. And so I think for the way I took it is that she finally realized that if he's having problems... And this is my history of the Jedi, and I know that he was trained as a Jedi. What if I just tried to like oh, force yeah, it back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, it was just kind of like, well, that worked. Let's see if I can do this now. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. that's totally how I would do it as a person. Like, I try something, I see me if I can do it, and I just keep trying and trying harder and harder and yeah, harder. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, did, I didn't no. stumble one. I didn't even think about that until I saw someone online bitching about it, and I thought that's because someone's okay, gonna bitch about everything. I guess you could make that complaint, but it didn't phase me at all i watched the movie and it didn't feel like unrealistic yeah, at all they're calling her a mary sue and oh, I, good god she's no, not a mary not. Sue. yeah really a lot of people not. are calling her a mary sue it's like well no and we all made very good points she grew up isolated on her own she had no one to rely on but herself yeah. and you do develop skills and abilities when to survive on your own especially i mean what how old could she have been when she was left on the planet i mean the kid looked about four five yeah. five yeah. years old right. so you know who knows what kind of fucked up shit happened to that little girl right <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I, I, yeah. I, but I, I do like the theory that she's a Kenobi because it, um, somebody online pointed out that it sets up this trilogy to end with a fight between a Kenobi and Skywalker. Oh, uh, which if Kylo Ren stays a bad guy, uh-huh. we're going to have that same situation yeah. again. Which I, sure. I dig that. I, I kind of yeah. think I like yeah. the little no, echoes I, that, that they that do. That was my point. It, it kind of comes full circle. Yeah. At that point. Oh, and so. you know what? The other thing that um, really, uh, you know, the other complaint that I see online, which is the, it's so derivative of the original films, and it's just like a mm-hmm. rehashing of it. That also didn't, I didn't, I noticed it while I, I was the watching was it. fucking cool. I yeah, I know, I know. I, I noticed that too, and it didn't bother me also. Um, I think because the characters are, you know, you could make the argument that they're cut from the same mythological cloth. Yeah, absolutely. But they're, they're so well done, and they're so, they are, all the, each of the new characters are very different from the originals. You know, there's nobody you can draw a straight comparison to. You can't say, "Oh, Ray is 100 percent Luke." Not quite. Not well, I really. I mean, there's I, a little bit there. I mean, there's a little she few whine. parallels. I think I, she doesn't whine as she much. She doesn't want to go to Tashi Station. I'm not even supposed to the be here today. Converters. Um, yeah, um, it's I. I related to yes, they are like stock adventure or legend characters, right. but they're twisted a little bit. Like you would never in yeah, any yeah, myth yeah. or legend, you would never find a woman in that role yeah. of the hero. Cause she's and, really in the end, and the he, hero here's the, and she is the wizardling that's coming up yeah, and yeah. going to be the most powerful of the powerful. Yeah. Here's and the strong female leads, strong female leads. <laughs> yeah. You have, you have the males of the supporting characters yeah. and it's not even mentioned. And one of the things that I love about it. There's no love interest thing. Oh that's God, going on. yes, and oh, thank yeah, I God. thought that was except done for really Poe well. and Finn. I totally there's ship a, that. There's a, but I, you, you think Poe and Finn are going to get together? Oh, I would be that's so a happy. Bromance. That's a I would sexy so bromance, be happy <laughs> if that happened. It is. I'm okay but, with bromance, but if it if they decide to take it a little what, bit further, that's what. Uh, yeah, I noticed everybody. I was online <laughs> freaking out about that too. Like, they make oh a handsome God. couple. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I love it. Pretty boys. I think Bo's. I think I think Bo's a little more mature. Than uh, Finn, but you know, 
Finn's a little stunted because of that. Poe will teach him. Poe will show him the uh, way. Oh. <laughs> well, well Poe was an ex machina, so he's got a little experience with all this technology. With robotic yeah. sex, yeah. yes. <laughs> and the dance scene. The dance scene in that was badass. I really, want, I really want the next director to have a scene. He, the, the, the robot is following his yeah, dance moves. That yeah. uh, was so awesome. I really want to see if the, one, of these, one of the directors of these new movies has enough nerve to put the two guys from Ex Machina together in a scene with a droid and maybe have some Yeah, but he, uh, he died. I think didn't uh, uh, McGonagall oh, did or whatever the fuck his name. He was on the planet when it blew up, oh, wasn't he? Oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that. He was the bad know. guy of the film-ish. Yeah. What do you guys think about the theories that uh, the Snoke guy is actually... Uh, he's a Yoda. Darth. He's, he's a Yoda, um, uh, same race as Yoda. No. Yes, I know for a fact. He's, okay. Who else would do project a giant creature to make up for his size? <laughs> that's that's the, that's what Brandon said. He's like, you know, I bet when we see this guy, he's going to be like, be, he's, he's one of the Yodas. He's a Yoda. How much you want to bet? So he's when you a, see him, he's going to be one of the. If little, he was an Earthling, would have really. If he was an Earthling, he'd be driving a very big truck. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. My penis is small. My tires must be big. <laughs> Look how many headlights I have. <laughs> B, uh, BB-8 was uh, wonderful, and that's that one of the great. reasons I want to take my uh, daughter to the film, because she has no interest in Star Wars whatsoever, but I think <laughs> she will actually love BB-8, oh, yeah. and yeah. the main character, Ray. It's funny, watching movies with her, unless there's children, mm-hmm. and especially a girl of yeah. young age, she will get into it. If it's anything else, she doesn't give a shit. Yeah, this is funny. I, I mean, Alex is 19 years old, and I notice this is like the first Star Wars film where she's really excited about it. She wants to go see mm-hmm. it. Strong female lead. I know. She went to see it with her friends first, and then she went to in see fact, it with us. almost all the female characters again. in this yeah. are the strong ones. Yeah. All of them. General Leia, yeah. Ray, yeah. the 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 creature. I don't know the creature that runs the, the bar The bar lady. The yeah, the bar manager. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Oh, Maz Katana. Oh, the, oh, the stormtrooper storm captain. Uh, we don't see her, but yeah, you can tell it's a female oh, voice, and it's man. it's um, Brianna of uh, Tart or Tarn. Tarth. Or? Yeah, Tarth. Tarth. There you Tarth. go. Brianna of Tart. <laughs> She's Brianna Tarty. of Tart. Tarty. Yay! I can. I'm Brianna of Tart. Tarty Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just a Tartan. Aww. And with that, I think we should probably leave. Yes, to our we final should thoughts. probably wrap this up with our final thoughts. You guys, go ahead. I'm going to see Star Wars again for the third time today, and I have no shame. <laughs> oh, it's, it's true. <laughs> We're uh, doing it. This final time with thought, the other it's set so good. See it again, again, and again. It's way better than again, Cats. And again. <laughs> I'm going to see it again, again and again and again. And again. I am, uh, you stole my final thoughts, because that's exactly what again. I was going to say. I'm going to go see it. I wanted to go see it tonight, but it's not going to work out. So tomorrow night, for sure. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, my final thoughts are this uh, yes Star Wars was amazing there's also other amazing movies out right now The Hateful Eight is genius please go out and see it there's another movie um, that I think people should see and it's absolutely brilliant and it's wonderfully acted wonderfully done it's a Canadian movie starring Henry Rollins and it's called He Never Died um, I think it's oh. at the Pickford right now which I'd yeah. love to actually go see it again um, it's a wonderful movie please go see one. it's a bit of a kind yeah. of a horror movie but not a horror movie there's just just go fucking see the movie. I'll check it's it out. absolutely brilliant. Also, one more last thing. There's a new brewery here in town, Structure Brewing. Oh, yeah. I have not been there yet. I'm hoping to stop by there maybe today if we have time and if it's open. Um, it's on can, North State Street, right across from uh, 20th Century Bowling. Can can we set up oh, a, uh, yeah. a, a podcast there? I, I know that's one of Rick's favorite things to there. do is go into public and... 
<laughs> so I can handle it. I just don't like doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. It's cash only right now, which is the only reason I didn't bring anything today. Oh, right. Otherwise, I would have had something from yesterday. What is it called? Structure Brewing. Oh, right. It's on okay, State yeah, Street. Yeah. It's on State yeah. Street. So um, you look pretty good. Please go see yeah. all these movies. Please go drink, drink lots all of beer. the beer. And uh, good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Good night. Night. See, we didn't spoil much, just the beginning, the characters, the overall plot, the deaths, the plot twists, the ending, and most of the dialogue and action sequences. But we didn't mention the explicit sex scenes. Oh, sorry. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Michael Zamora, Rick Anderson, Brianna Edwards and Brandon Longwell. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram or email us at BeerPlus3 at gmail.com. Good night and may the force be with you, Dave. wanted to look at my fanboy history this is the first one that was my first love is charlie Aww. brown oh, i love charlie brown i was obsessive i can draw all the characters i can tell you all the little did trivia did brandon about tell you about characters. how he learned how to draw or write with a pencil uh-uh. it was charlie brown really <laughs> but charlie brown only has three fingers and a thumb so <laughs> show them how you hold a pencil honey he so does. this is how i hold a pencil literally like, oh I, oh I hold yeah it like yeah this I don't because that's how Charlie Brown did it. Yeah, <laughs> and I had l- plenty of teachers that very, <laughs> very um, uh, tried tried really hard to get me to yeah. hold my pencil differently. But uh, I was intransigent then, and I'm intransigent now. That's my new favorite word. I used to do that. I did use it. I used to do that too. Be- not because of Charlie Brown, but because I used. I, I know it's really hard to believe, but I was so uptight about my writing as a kid. That I would grip the pencil. No, you were uptight. No, I know it's really hard to believe. (laughs) I was so uptight about my handwriting being just perfect. I would just grip the pen so tight while I was writing. Mm -hmm. It actually caused this a callus. I still have it to this day. I have a callus, yeah. yeah. And it got really painful and really big at one point in my life. So I actually had to switch to holding it like that to avoid because there were days where I would try to write and it would just it would hurt because of course I'm pressing. Yep. I'm like apparently trying oh. to crush my entire hand onto the onto the <laughs> oh, oh, writing utensil. I, I, I feel I, I feel like we're bonding right now. You, <laughs> like I had the same callus to this day. I still have the callus. It's yeah. right on the joint of my finger. Yeah, yeah. And, and it my, hurts like hell. My, my, my handwriting was uh, so good that finally my. Uh, my teachers just gave up on me. But there were teachers that were like, no, I won't accept this assignment from you because you wrote it like this. Oh, my God. No, I never had and any And they would easily like be able to tell when I was writing the way they wanted me to write versus the way that I was – I had taught cake myself pops. how to write. Yeah. And uh, cake pops. My handwriting as a kid in, in grade <laughs> school early on was so good, though, I don't think any of the teachers cared at all. Because I, I, and I still, I run across old like things that I've kept or that are, you know, crammed into books. I'm kind of amazed at how it looks. And I remember girls in grade school 
walking past my desk and picking up my paper, and they look, they would look at it and they go, "You have really good handwriting." <laughs> and of course, I was too young at the time to leverage that into anything. I was just like, "Oh, okay, neat, thanks." <laughs> would you like me to teach you? And then that stopped. Hey there, little schoolgirl. Yeah, that stopped in middle school and high school. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> didn't get that anymore. So yeah, my, my handwriting's not so hot anymore. Yeah. <laughs> my handwriting. No, at some point, uh, Nikita's going to surpass me here in about a year. Yeah. For handwriting. Yeah. Oh, I was I was going to say in everything. I still can't I, get my letters, you know, all the same size. So. <laughs> uh, screw it. But, you know, you still outweigh her. You can, you can still take her in, like, a three-round... Uh, <laughs> true, true. I can still, I can still take her in, in a video game. So yeah, good. there you go. Nice, that's nice. What matters. That's what or matters. Or Pokemon. I'll usually kick her ass in Pokemon. I, I think, I think that's a good measure until she can take you in video games. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, Brandon said so. take her out in a three round. I just imagine you walking up to her and just picking her up, and that's it. That's the end of the fight. She just can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she's she's pretty uh, spry. Yeah, so. you're, you're pantomiming with uh, two hands, but I think Jeff could probably do it in one. <laughs> Grab her by the <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff has swapman strength. Uh. <laughs> hey, it's a thing. <laughs> no, it's totally. I am the second generation to stand upright. <laughs> I can take off my shirt and prove it too. <laughs> we, we, we wouldn't have you any other way, Jeff. No, oh, I, I get those things at the beach. You know, why don't you take off your shirt? I I did. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, why don't you put it on now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I get I get tackled by crazy people in the woods. <laughs> I got one. I got one. Take a picture, quick. <laughs> Man. <sighs> so yeah, so I, I guess we can like go all spoiler crazy on this one. Yes, we, we can. We're going and to. Let, let's. Uh, I'll put a I'll put a great big warning on this one. We'll call it Spoiler Spo- Fest. That's right. There we go. That's spoiler Fest. Spoiler that, There we go. I think, I think we, got, we have the title already. Spoiler. Spoilerama. Spoiler Nay Nay. We should just have them all. Spoiler, spoiler Fest. Spoiler Rama. Spoiler Nay Nay. That's the test. That's spoiler Palooza. Yes. <laughs> if you have not gotten this from the title. Yes. There's going to be spoilers. <laughs> About what? You can find out if you want. More spoiled than Veruca can... Salt. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> nice. What? All right. <laughs> we, can, we can try to spoil everything. Let's see here. Uh, oh, you know what, though? We need to make sure we're not spoiling things for each other because that's not fun. Oh. <laughs> 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 So about the most recent James Bond movie? Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh absolutely! Oh don't yeah. don't go there. I don't. I'm not into James Bond. <gasps> I know. Get out. <laughs> so have you? Go down the porch. Have you guys seen it? Have I seen what? The new James Bond movie? Because I can totally spoil that one. I haven't seen a James Bond movie since the '80s. <laughs> My you blood know, pressure is rising. The newest <laughs> Casino Royale, you'd actually like it. it, it yeah. It's a really good. I have movie. actually, I've actually, I've actually read <laughs> a few things about the newer movies, and it does actually. I, they, I, they, I will watch them at some point because it, I did. I did not like the old like. Um, I'm just not into like the the spy movies where he's like uh, Mr. Sophisticated. Oh, he's, you know, he's always got a little gadget for something to save him, and they just, they just, they just gave him a lot of mental illnesses too. Oh, good. <laughs> it James Bond so has depression. 
He has PTSD. And PTSD. Well, that comes with it. Depression, PTSD. It's it's, it's a it's a, uh, a spice rack of yeah. And, of they fun. gave him a bunch of psychiatric <laughs> mental health concerns. <clears throat> All right, hold Jeff, on. you need to be on Rotten Tomatoes. See, that hold should on. be the headline but, uh, for one of the James Bond. Spice rack, spike rack of insanity. <laughs> what I like about those uh, is that they rebooted the whole James Bond series with this final with this final movie. It's like, oh, yeah. they have the whole plot for a new Doctor No. That's great. Uh, Mm. Spoilers. Oh, Doctor No. All right. Doctor all right. No. All right. All right. In the immortal words of Jack Burton, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? 